Today's daf is Lamed, page 30. In the Heiligit Meseches Nazir. We're going to pick up uh, a little more than a third of the way down. We're up to the Mishnah. Already on daf Lamed Amud Aleph. And here we go. Best time going to be Zeichet to finish the fourth parak of Nazir today. To help the Rebbein Shalom. Okay. The Mishnah, just to give over a quick primary uh, overview, is a, a topic which we've learned already. And that is what happens if a father passes away and he set aside animals, he set aside money, set aside beams, whatever it is, he sets it aside for the purpose of, um, for the purpose of uh, wrapping up his Naziris, right? for the completion of his Naziris process, and he dies. So when can the son, when is son permitted to use those funds for his own Naziris? And when do we say to the son, nothing doing, you're gonna, you, you gotta tackle this on your own. And you cannot use this, uh, these funds or this item that your father set aside. So that's going to be the focus of our Mishnah. So here we go. Zok the Mishnah, A man, and we'll explain the cases, is permitted to literally shave his head. Over here it means complete his Naziris with the money of his father. However, uh, call it a daughter, cannot finish up her Naziris with her father's money. Okay? So if the father sets aside money and dies, the son can, a daughter cannot. Let's explain. Ketzad, what's happening here? This is quite vague. Let's, uh, let's explain some circumstances. Misha Haya, who? Misha change over here. Aviv Nazir. Misha Aviv Nazir. If a person, if you have a, a son whose father's in Nazir, the father sets aside stam money, unspecified money, on his Naziris, umais, and the father dies. And the son says, Behold, I'm a Nazir, on condition that I can use my father's money to pay for my own property. Omar Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, elu yiflu This money is still going to go for the the uh, the nedavas, the communal uh, uh, offerings. And the son cannot use his father's money. Okay. Here we go. Now, does this make any sense to the? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. I'll tell you why. Because if you read the Mishnah Stam, if you read the Mishnah Plain, it says, again, you had a father, set aside money, he died, his son says, I'm going to accept Naziris on condition I could use my father's money. We say, oh, now this is a case where Yifalitadava, you cannot use it. Mm. This was not the Allah we saw earlier. Allah we saw earlier is, get ready, if there's a father and son who are already, they already have Naziris, and the son wants you to, then, then no. But if the son makes a condition prior to his Naziris that I'm only doing this, I'll deny that I can use my father's money, we learned you could. Okay? All right. Keep that in mind. This should not, this should not uh, sit so well with us. And we'll explain what's going to end up happening 
and there is um, the Rishonim, the Rush primarily changes around this entire Mishnah and reads it differently. Let's keep going right through the Mishnah. Okay, fine. He cannot use his father's money. Next. Ezehu, what's a case? Shemigaleach on the Zerus Aviv. What's a case where we do allow somebody to be Megaleach with his father's Nazirus? Misha Yehuva Aviv Nazirim, if they're Nazirim at the same time. The Hifrish Aviv Ma'istumim le Nazirus. Umez, Harez Megaleach on the Zerus Aviv. If that, Mamish the opposite of what we learned prior. Okay? So let's just keep this straight up. The way this Mishnah reads, mm-hmm. you have a father and son who both have Nazirus at the same time. The father dies. The son can use the father's unspecified funds. But if the son says it on condition that I can use my father's funds, we say no. That's how you read the Mishnah, Pashit. This is not true, which is why this entire Mishnah has to change. So it has to change. The rush changed it around for us. And ultimately, the, the, the way that the Rishonim want the Mishnah to read is the opposite. That Where do we say that the son can use the money that the father left over if it's unspecified? That is in a case where they were not Nazirim at the same time. If they are Nazirim at the same time, that's where we say you cannot. So it's actually, you switch it around and it's th- different than uh, the Mishnah seems to read Pashit. Okay. Zakti Gemara, my time, what's the reason for these halachis? Yeah, what's the reason that we do not allow a son to use the father's money? Consistent with Rabbi Echanan prior, and that is all the halachis of Nazirus. We learned before it had to do with a father having the ability to make a son a Nazir. That's halach l'mesh misinai. We heard Rabbi saying that um, the, uh, that the halachis of which funds a son can use and what the circumstances surrounding a son using his father's unspecified funds, it's not money, is all a halach l'mayshimi sinai. Okay. Says the Gemara, halachi benazir. Says the Gemara, okay. Pshita, my lememra. The bain yarish av baslai. Now we're going to ask on the son being able to use the funds, but not the daughter. Says the Gemara, of course not the daughter. You know why? Because midai raisa, biblically, the father leaves behind the inheritance to the sons. So how can a daughter say, I'm going to uh, be in a zero on condition I can use my father's money? It's not her money. It's not her money. So what says, The case of the Mishnah could be, there's no sons. When there's no sons, then it goes to the daughter. I would have said that the Halakha Mishinai has to do with any Irish. So Kamash Balan, allowing the son to use the money of the father under circumstances where it was conditional and not allowing it when it's not conditional is specific to the son and not to Yarshim. It's not a halach in Yarshim, but this is a kamash malan halach. Therefore, it lets us know that part, top of Amad Beis, that part of the halach of Maish Mishinai is that um, a, uh, yeah, that a uh, son, when he inherits, will have circumstances that he could use the stop money, but a daughter will never have those circumstances. It's, we're always going to say to a daughter who accepts Naziris, She's going to have to use brand new funds. She'll have to use brand new money despite her tonight, despite her uh, condition. Okay. They asked a question searching for information. 
Do the Chachamim argue on Rabbi Yaisi or not? Rabbi Yaisi gave us a uh, halacha, right? Rabbi Yaisi um, gave us a uh, statement earlier. He quoted these, uh, these opinions. Do the Chachamim argue or not? Okay. And if you're going to tell me that there is a machlekes, are we going on the reisha? That if they're nazirim at the same time, you cannot use the money, or they argue on the seifa that if it's zeacherzeh, you could use the money. Rebbeisi is kind of our mishnah, okay? So we want to know whether there's a machlekes about our mishnah or whether it's, we're just quoting him because we want to give a source, but there's no real dispute about it. So Tashma, come and listen. Let's answer it. Clar, we got this. Mm-hmm. When do we say that a person is allowed to be megaleach on the zeros of? Again, literally means to shave. But what are we referring to here? Use the funds the father set aside to go through the complete, the, the you know, the ending process of nazir. So where do we say that you could? If a person's father was a nazir, if a father set aside unspecified money, and he dies. And then the son says, I'll become a nazir on condition that I can use my father's money. Don't cost me a penny. We allow it. Okay? Let's say you have a case where the son and father are nazirim at the same time. And the father set aside money. To complete his process, the shaving, the kabarnas, and he dies. The son cannot use it. We're going to use the funds for nadava, regular uh, pledge offerings to keep the mizbeach going. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yosi, who was the Tana of our Mishnah, which is why you had to change around the Mishnah. Listen to this. So there is a machlekes. In this case, He's allowed to use the, uh, his father's money. So Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Yehuda argue on Rabbi Yaisi. So we see for sure that at least in the first halacha of when they are Nizirim at the same time, what you do with it. Machlaikas. Okay? Rabbi Yaisi says you use them for Nadava mm-hmm. and he cannot, the son cannot use it. However, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Yehuda say even in such a case where the father and son were Nizirim at the same time, he can use it. The father set the funds for the father's Naziris, right. not He's, for the son's. He set aside the funds for his own Naziris, and then he dies. So we're not going to bring the Karbanas because he's not around. Right? right? So the question is, could the son use that money? Right. We're not dealing with the father set aside money for the son. For the both. Correct. Of them. Okay, it's just for one of them. Right, right for his Karbanas. So if he set aside for the son, then it's already the son's money. He gave it to him as a gift. Ah. You know what I mean? So then, then it would be okay. Fine. Boy, Rabba. Rabba asked the Shaila searching for information. Now, we didn't answer all our questions. Notice that. Mm-hmm. Remember, in the Ibailahu, we say, first of all, is there a machlaikas? And if there is a machlaikas, is it on the Reisha or on the Seifa? And the Gemara is now pointing out there is a machlaikas in the Reisha. It doesn't prove whether or not there's machlaikas on the Seifa. So just notice that. We're going to assume that nobody argues on the Seifa. That's the, that's the uh, assumption right now. By Rabba, Rabba asked a question searching for information. Beautiful. If you have a father who passes away and he has two sons who are Nazirim, Mahu, what is the halach? 
do we say rely on the Allah Sinai? Okay. Now, if it's Allah Sinai, does this have anything to do with brothers? Does it have anything to do with Yerusha? Does it have to do? No, it just has to do with Allah Sinai. Whatever the Allah Sinai says, it says. Called the Kodam Galach Galach. And therefore, whatever the Allah says, the son could use it. So whichever uh, kid goes to Allah first, will go do that. First come, first serve. Aidoma, Yerusha Gamirinla, or maybe the Allah Sinai is for Yerusha, Upalga Have, and it would be split in half. Okay? Boy Rava. Rava asked another Shaila searching for information. Right, we don't have an answer to that yet. So we have Rabba's question. The first people who we gave an answer to the ratio, right? We know it's Machlagis in the ratio. Rabba asked the question about what happens if there's two sons. And again, the question is going to be really in how the Halakha Mishina is structured. Now Rabba is going to ask another question. Bechar Upashatmai. What if there's two sons and one's a firstborn? Now what's unique about a firstborn? He got double portion. He got double value. So over here, you're going to have two sons, one's a Bechar and one's a regular son. So now you have a, you know, if it follows the rules of Yerusha, it's going to be divisible by three. So what's, here's the Shaila. Hilch do we say everything falls into Allah Mishmizinai? And therefore, he cannot take double. He cannot take double. Why? Because again, the fact that you could use your father's money has nothing to do with the laws of inheritance. It's just Allah Mishmizinai. That when a father passes away, there's circumstances that the kids could use the money. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But there's no double portion over here. Aidom, or perhaps, Yerushi, maybe Allah Mishmizinai lets me know. That it's part of a Yerusha, it's coming. The reason why the sons could use it is Al-Yerusha. And the same way in general, he takes double. The oldest son gets an extra portion. So to over here, he should be able to get an extra portion of the money. And if you're going to say that we follow the laws of inheritance, and therefore, Lufum de Shakil Megaleah, and therefore, he could use the extra money uh, for the uh, for the uh, finishing process of Nizirus. I'll say maybe we'll say maybe even if it follows laws of inheritance, the firstborn should not get double because in general, the firstborn's getting double of anything that belongs to Chulin, anything that the father personally owned. But over here, once the once things are set aside, it belongs to Hektish. It's holy, and when it comes to the laws of Hektish. Maybe the son is not going to get a double portion. You hear this? Even if it's Hilchah Yerusha. Maybe I'll say it's different because, because of the Kedusha connected to this. I don't know, perhaps. Since his whole acquisition of it has nothing to do with his personal use, it's completely going to be used for holy things. I'll say there's no difference between Chulin and Hektish. Okay. Next Shiloh. Aviv, Nazir Eilam. What happens if the father dies and he was a permanent Nazir? Vuhu Nazir Stam. And the son at the time that the father died was a regular Nazir. Okay? Now, you could ask the question, if the father is a permanent Nazir, why would he set aside money to be used for Karbanas? He's a permanent Nazir. His Nazirus never ends. You bring Karbanas and you set aside money for your shaving when you're done. So why would a father do it if he's a Nazir Eilam? So what's the answer? So we learned, we learned earlier that if a person is a Nazir Eilam, 
there's intervals that he's allowed to cut his hair. Right? There's intervals he's allowed to cut or not get a full haircut, but lighten his hair. He's allowed to uh, uh, cut off the heaviness of the hair. Remember that? That's the difference between Nazar Eilam and Shimshim. Shimshim couldn't cover up, uh, cut off even the heaviness of his hair. Nazar Eilam could cut off the heaviness of their hair. Uh, be it as it may, when a Nazar Eilam would do that, they would set aside, um, that they would bring Karbanas then, if they ever did it. So we're talking about a case with the fathers of Nazar Eilam, so he set aside money for when he would have to lighten his hair. And bring and bring the karbanas. So let's say the father was a nazir oilam set aside, but the son is a regular nazir stamai. What is the Allah? Keeping the gemir and hokus of stam naziris. You know the, the Allah machinai of the cases where a son could use the money of the father for his karbanas. Was it talking about regular naziris? And there's no Allah machinai referring to a nazir oilam idoma, or perhaps laishna. Now keep in mind these all these curiosity questions are lemaisa dika questions. Lemaisa means, like, what I mean by that is, we're, we're trying to figure out how this halacha lemaisa misinai functions. We're not trying to find out, like we're trying to figure out a halacha based off something else. We're just trying to understand. Halacha misinai means it's transmitted mouth to mouth, generation to generation, and we say, I didn't hear about anything in this halacha lemaisa misinai, can you fill me in? Is there more details that I need to know. That's the style of curiosity question. Now we're asking just basic. Like what, what else is included in this Allah Hamashinai? And if you're going to say that both of them are in a state of Taras, even if the father was a permanent Nazir and the son is a standard Nazir, a regular Nazir, maybe I'll say it's fine. But Ravashi, Ravashi would ask about this case. He'll say, okay. Well, if you find the Allah when they're both tar, what would be the Allah if one was Tameh and one was tar? Would it make any difference in the Allah of if Nazir Tar, Bu Nazir Tameh? What happens if the father was pure and the son was impure? Then what? My, what is the Allah in all these cases? So again, what are the, let's quickly clarify what the Shailas are. Shaila number one is, Shaila number one is a, a curiosity question from Rabbah. What happens if you have two sons who are Nazirim? Is it first come, first serve? Or does it follow the laws of inheritance? And then we had Rava's question, what happens if one's a firstborn? Is he going to get a double portion or not? Does it follow the laws of Yerusha? Or is Allah Hamashin, I say, equal amount? And if you're going to tell me that it follows the laws of Yerusha, and he should, you know, if you're going to tell me it follows the laws of Yerusha, maybe you still shouldn't get double, because here we're dealing with Hektish. Maybe the Bukhar only gets double portion, by Chulin, and not by Hektish. And then we ask, what's the halacha if the father's a permanent Nazir, is a temporary Nazir? Or vice versa. And what's going to be, even if you're going to tell me halacha there, what would be halacha if, if the father's tummy or the son's tar, or if the son's tar and the father's tummy? So all these cases is not exact. Vazag the halacha l'mayish misinai. What does it say in the halacha misinai? What's the what is it? Says the Gemara, teku. All these questions are left the question stands, it's unanswered. We don't have clarity. We're not sure how those, um, you know, uh, with Allah Sinai, it was never transmitted to us in the Messiah what we should do in those, in those uh, circumstances. The, practically speaking, those cases, we would not pass it off based off Allah Sinai because we don't know whether it is included in it or not. Hadron Allah, Misha Omar, Hadron Allah, Misha Omar, Hadron Allah, Misha Omar. Beautiful. Mazlav to everybody who finished. The holy fourth barak of Meseches Nazir.
And Be'ezus Hashem, tomorrow we will begin with the fifth parak. You know what? Let's learn just the opening two lines of the fifth parak. Says the Mishnah, Be'ezshamay Oimrim. Be'ezshamay says, Hektish toys hektish. If by mistake I make something hektish, there's nothing to do with Nazir right now. We'll see how it comes around to Nazir's. Stam. I by mistake made something hektish. The halacha is, it belongs to hektish. Even if I explain later on that I didn't, that, that I meant it for something else. That's the opinion of Beishamai. Hektish kind of sucks things in even uh, without uh, my full intent. Bisol says, no, it's not going to be hektish. And the Mishnah will continue and give us the case. And going to, the Mishnah will say, Ketzad, what's the case of the Machlaikas? But be it as it may, we'll hold it here. Bezim, we will restart. The Perak will give an introduction uh, to this Perak. It's going to get us into um, uh, a focus on how to sanctify things. And do you need, there's concepts of Devarim Shabalev. Things are unspoken out, but there's intention. And there could be different parameters guarding when I'm dealing with something else that's chulin, something that's hektish, what happens if I say something and I make a mistake? Usually, if you make a mistake when it comes to a financial transaction, you can back out. You can say the whole thing was a toys. That wasn't my intent. When it comes to hektish, though, we already see that Peshama is coming with an approach of <laughs> doesn't really matter. You know, once once you, you speak out something to belong to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there ain't no taking it back. You, you really cannot undo it. So we'll get into the the. Um, parameters and the guidelines around how this works. Okay. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Tomorrow evening, 6.20 p.m. Hopefully from Yerushalayim. Gitenacht.